Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound 30 a month which i don't think is too bad all of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too plus if you are a school and a teacher that means you get it for free so there's access to absolutely everything from garden club free for teachers if it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more hit up skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash gdn now let's get on with the podcast very good to be back thank you so much to everyone that is joining tonight let's just quickly just see who's uh, watching tonight uh, mr suggs obviously hello man how are you doing uh ian says evenly now in isolation for 14 days, my other half has tested positive for the virus. Ah oh, man, 14 days. That's a that's a tough. Uh, it's a that's a tough one. Um, that is a tough one. Well, we're here for you for eight of those days. So, uh, that, I hope I hope your other half gets on right. I hope, I hope uh, it's all good. And um, yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? That's a, that's a hard one. Uh, I, I've done me 14 days. I did it. I mean, it could happen again anytime. I know. But uh, at the start of all this, we did a, we had a little 14 day stint and then they put us in lockdown. So, uh, and now we're all coming up to lockdown on Thursday, which is uh, not going to be a lot of fun. Uh, good evening. No dig. How you doing? Oh, um, <laughs> Mark, how you doing? Good evening to you as well. Uh, right, tonight, like I say, we are coming in to uh, get another lockdown. Uh, tough one, this, isn't it? It's going to be another tough one. I don't think it's going to be as bad as what we had in March. I mean, the the circumstances are still pretty, pretty high. Uh, but one of the things I'm really... I mean, this once again, this gives an opportunity... Opportunity might be the wrong word... But a chance for us to show as uh, gardeners that gardening is not just for summer. We were extremely lucky. Oh, by the way, phone lines are open. <laughs> Should have said 0742-357-4520. Or you can, for sure, uh, hit the link in the comments and uh, be zoomed straight in to tonight's show, which is fantastic. No doubt you know how it works. Lovely people. Uh, back to lockdown chat. Um, 
yeah, it's a it's a chance at least for us to say, hey, uh, gardening is not just for summer. I feel like we were very lucky in March. End of March was it? I'm not lucky, obviously, to go and look down. This whole thing's not lucky. I'm just trying to find some sort of some sort of positive from all of this. Uh, that we had summer coming up. In fact, I'll tell you what I want to do. This is, and this is very self-indulgent. Uh, I wrote a recent piece on Instagram, all the important bits, and it sort of sums up how I'm feeling about everything. So if it's all right with you, I'm going to read it out to you, and, and hopefully you'll, you won't mind that, and uh, hopefully it will make sense as well. But sometimes, this is the start of it, by the way, Sometimes you just wish they'd stop at season one, an ending that felt good. Afterlife, from Ricky Gervais, should have stopped after the first se- series. And so I know we all, ho- all hoped that lockdown back in March would be the start of the end of all of this, but it seems not so. And this Thursday, we embark on season two of Lockdown, a series similar, similar, I can't even read my mind, but definitely not quite the same as when we first began watching. And it does feel like watching to have no control over the outcome and to be told the storyline as it happens and of which you cannot write. For all of us, and very much like a TV series, season two doesn't look great. We have no idea which direction the characters will go, who will make it to the end, but with the most definite feeling, we do not want it to be like the American version of The Office, which lasted 10 series and consisted of about 30 episodes per series. It was quite a long, long uh, binge watch, that one. But alas, on Thursday, we go into it. Unfortunately, not to binge watch and get to the end, but to get through each week and wait for the next episode. It's going to be a tough time where Zoom continues to be our water cooler to chat about it. It's a show that can bring families together, not in a literal sense, obviously. And at the same time, splits opinion. And because of this, it has to be a time of understanding. Some will love David Brent and some won't. But we must stick together throughout to see the end. For everyone, we are going to struggle in our own way, whether you think so or not. We have to be understanding of that. In March, we had weather on our side. The garden's enchantment was just around the corner and saved many of us. As we get back into this, and can do the same again, the weather may be different, but now more than ever we can prove that the garden is not just for summer. I'm going to be posting a lot more, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So be kind, be understanding, and stand together. And uh, P.S., the offer stopped at season two, and that felt just right. So at least that gives us some hope that this could be it. That feels like, uh, that feels like it sums up my feelings at the moment about all of this understanding uh, that everyone thinks real differently about different things and i feel like this year has been one of those years where I've, I've i've become a little bit more understanding that uh of other people's side of the story of other people's opinions that mine is not just the right one and it's gonna be a tough one isn't it but that sort of sums up how i'm feeling at the moment that you need to be a bit more understanding. Everyone does. We're very much, very easily out on the old Twitter, out on the old Facebook saying, now nah, what you're saying is wrong, now nah, what you're saying is right. That generally doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> but we have to be understanding. We have to say, look, if that's what you're going to do, 
then there's no change in some people's opinions. That's just what's going to happen. But one thing we can definitely do, going back to my main point about gardening, is tell people that we can still get outside no matter what the weather. We've had very many, many <laughs> conversations on this show, especially with like Mr. the likes of Mr. Jackson, for instance, that gets the kids gardening outside no matter what the weather. We can do exactly the same by just getting out there. Sure, if it's raining, you're not going to be able to get out there quite as much or for quite as a long period. And you certainly won't be getting the sunbed out, but uh, we can definitely do a lot out there. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully this whole thing, I really enjoy bringing this all together four nights a week. I hope you enjoy it too. And uh, and hopefully this gives a bit of an outlet for us to talk about gardening, to talk about how we're feeling, talk about all those sort of things. And um, just have a good time. Just get away from it a little bit. Um, and here we are, everyone. And here we are. Uh, Dan's in the house, uh, kitchen gardens allotment. Hi, good evening, everybody. Sorry, Miss Friday's Halloween special. Unfortunately, I was working. I did watch your Halloween special, Dan, on the YouTube, which was pucker, mate. So thanks so much for uh, for producing that. That was literally something from Harry Potter. I loved it. <laughs> Green screen and all. Uh, right, everyone, what have you been up to over the weekend? Uh, how did you get on with your Halloween? How are you feeling about lockdown? Uh, one thing that I will say is I was worried, a little bit worried about everything that's going on at the moment. And also, obviously, after last time about what happened, the garden centres shut down, which was not ideal. Let's be honest. You know, garden centres probably shouldn't have shut down. I felt like they were an outlet that we all needed, team. That We all needed. Uh, I'm not going to be reading it, but I'll read this Telegraph thing. Am I going to charge me? Yeah, brilliant. Anyway, garden centres urged to boy... Oh, no, that's the wrong one anyway. <laughs> you don't want to see that one. That's a later story. What a start. What a start, Connolly. What a, what a start. Good evening, Lisa. Join me just at the right point. I'm up the first part. Here we go. This might be a better uh, voucher available. Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If, like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the Sealink 20 Volt Combi Pack 3 in 1. It's an interchangeable, lightweight, and easy to use 3 in 1 gardening tool. You've got a grass trimmer, a hedge trimmer, and a blower, which, especially at this time of year when I've got loads of leaves in the garden, is absolutely perfect for me. You know me, I absolutely love Flymo. They're an affordable and quality tool, which, when they're cordless like this, makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening. If you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, let's continue the podcast. Second lockdown, will garden centres in England stay open? And the news is good. 
Hey, everybody. Garden centres will remain open during England's second lockdown taking place from Thursday the 5th of November until Wednesday the 2nd. A whole month of lockdown, guys. I mean, Ian, you couldn't have picked a better time to, to go into a two-week um, isolation, my friend. Uh, in the government's latest guidelines for the new month-long measures, all non-essential retail will be required to close. Hey, team, we I feel... Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not a great time for business and stuff at the moment, but uh, I feel bad for these shops and anyone that's affected by by this. This is, I'll be honest with you, for me, for me and uh, and what I do and what we do here, I still get to come on here, chat to you four nights a week. I still get to do all my bits behind the scenes. It's not, you know, not necessarily the busiest part of the year for me, but for for other businesses that are affected, I feel really, um, I feel sorry for them, man. I feel a bit helpless about what's going on. Uh, anyway, moving on from that, here's my man. Hello, how are you doing? We're not heard from you for ages, my friend. Yeah, not bad, mate. <clears throat> not bad. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Uh, I feel like I've not spoke to you in, in weeks. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, what a uh, few weeks it's been. It's been It's been a busy time, hasn't it? It has been a it's been a bit of a strange one, mate. How have you felt? How has things been going? Well, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, we we, we are reasonably good because we deal with garden centres and they're staying open. You know, which is which is great news. Um, you know, they 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 are really great places to go and visit because they're so light, so airy. There's so much space, and they have been yeah. putting in COVID measures. So you can socially distance. They're going to have to start putting staff on the doors again to just count the number of people that go in and out, um, which is not difficult for them because they've kind of been they've done it all before. Um, so um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really pleased that the garden centres are staying open, and because um, it's a combination of things, you know. I mean, firstly, gardening is exercise, which we all you know need when we're all cooped up. You know, growing your own fruit, growing your own veg, and autumn is the perfect time to be planting raspberry canes and fruit trees and uh, and all those sorts of plants. And um, so, so that's um, you know really good thing to uh, to, to be doing. Um, and um, yeah, it, it's um, it's it's just good that they're open because it was going to be really hard for them because they had their biggest trading window um, in March, spring taken away. And if they were going to have the sort of autumn Christmas season taken away as well, then um, that would be um, that would be really bad for them. Yeah, this could be. Um, so it's um, yeah, very pleased with that. This could be a real big opportunity for them to show that there's a lot more you can do in the garden because generally around this time of year, it's like, I mean, if you go anywhere at the moment, well, my especially my one local, I think has got their Christmas display up and everything's ready to go for Christmas. But it's definitely like a chance right now. Like we can talk about what you can plant up, like you say, like raspberry canes, things like that. That uh, that we can you still use our garden, and we're gone. <laughs> so, did I bore? Did I bore you, Mark? What happened to him? He just did you see that? It just happened, Mark. Just left me. I. Uh... I don't know what happened there. Well, hopefully, Mark will we'll get Mark back. He seems to be to disappear. Lisa says uh, about that, about what Mark was saying. I completely agree with Mark. And having garden centres open is such a breath, breath of fresh air. For me, I love a trip to the garden centre weekly. Well, I wish I could get... Do you know what? I wish I could go weekly. And um, 
I don't know. It's really. Uh, I need to go. I've I've gone like once a month at the moment, which is not not enough, but it does make a big difference how I feel about stuff. And like I was just saying to Mark before we disappeared. Uh, this is a real big opportunity, especially for guns, and it's to show that this is. And I don't want to go into the whole garden centre chat uh, again, uh, but it's a big opportunity for garden centres to say, "Hey, we can, we've got so much more than just Christmas uh, bits and bobs." Here he is, he's back. Um, we did lose him, but he's um, he's back again. Oh yeah, sorry about that. What happened to you, mate? Yeah, sorry, I, I, I'm. Very new to all this uh, wonderful technology again, and I had the uh, the old bit open still, so I was getting feedback by about a five second delay. Uh, but now <laughs> shut that bit down and open that bit up, and uh, there we go. There we go. Always the professional. Always the professional. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no. So yeah, great, great news that garden centres are open because it's safe. Um, uh, I think. Um, and um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we can be getting on with the um, uh, in the garden at the moment. And it's, it, it, to a certain extent, it's also, you know, the government have got to let people go to some retail establishments. I mean, can you imagine the PR disaster for the government if nobody can get Christmas trees? Now, we um, may be able to um, pick ours out, but at least garden centres can deliver them, um, click and collect and all that sort of thing. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's. I don't know. What 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 are your thoughts on that? It's, to be honest, it's something that I hadn't actually thought about. Um, we've got a Christmas tree place up the road from us. Surely they'd be allowed to be open, right? I would guess so. But I mean, most people get their their, their Christmas trees from the garden centre. Um, there's a lot of Christmas tree farms that I'm sure can sort of socially distance, and because they're selling a plant. That should be okay. Technically, it's a decoration, not a edible food stuff. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I had on thought, Mark. It does put a lot of questions up that uh, that we need garden centres even more now for Christmas trees because if not, Christmas cancelled. Well, if you were Prime Minister, Lee, would you be the Prime Minister that cancelled Christmas tree deliveries? Um, yeah, I probably would. I'm quite spiteful yeah. like that. <laughs> You? you want to be remembered for something so if it's yeah. cancelling christmas then uh you'll go down history yeah um did you get i i, I texted the skinny gin gardener phone line uh earlier did you get that that text um unfortunately okay um it's going into um the school territory but frank p matthews a big tree producer in the uk has set up with the tree council to supply orchards for schools across the uk now, any school has got until the 16th of November to register, but they'll get free plants. So that's not long. That's only sort of six to 14 days. Um, but um, I'll email you the link again. But um, they have been funded by, unfortunately, the Daily Mail um, <laughs> and a couple of other big wig Londoners. But they've got a big pot of money sitting there. Um, okay. And um, free orchards for schools. Um, so it's... Um, um, Apple Bright Future, Pear Conference, Plum Victoria, and a couple of other bits, but they, they, it's free trees for schools. So the more we can spread the word, at least that's a little bit of something. If if you could email me that, that'd be really handy. We'll have a look at that, mate. Yeah, no um, worries. That'd be really great. I should have said tomorrow. Tomorrow on the show, we've got the RHF on from uh, cool. the 
campaign for school gardens. That, that's exciting. We'll be talking a lot more about schools and gardens tomorrow, mate, which is uh, it's cool. A lot of progress there already. So it's, um, yeah, get really fit on. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I say we're, we're all good here. Um, I, I, I'm furloughed for a couple of days a week for this lockdown, which um, it's okay. It's um, at least I'm going to be able to paint the shed, which uh, well, this back this back wall needs some needs some paint. So uh, yeah, I'll be doing a few more jobs and spending a bit of time with the family. It's funny you're not the only person to say about furlough. Uh, the people, I suppose, lucky enough. I don't know if it's a word lucky. I don't know, but um, saying they've got lots of jobs still to do so uh like paint the yeah. shed or build a shed in some cases yes well job number two is building a hill fort out the back there for the the little man uh but uh, just build oh, a little what? bit of a uh, tree house a, a hill fort well it, it's going to be just sort of like four great big timbers that sort of square and then a platform but it will overlook the fields and it'll be his hill fort and then we'll extend it as time goes by and uh, plant loads of climbers up it and uh, all that sort of thing. Um, I've been chopping down a few very, very old trees around here, which um, um, we've got lots of nice twisted gnarled wood that I'm going to sort of nail to it, just so it looks a bit more like a sort of a hobbity hole type sort of thing. But that, that'll be my uh, my furlough project. I've got an extra couple of days a week, so That sounds like mate. Well, it just shows all these things we can get done over winter, still be outside. I think it's important to most of you, Mark, still being outside, because I've... I've um... Uh, being inside too much can uh, can drive you a bit crazy, whatever the weather yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you need to just get 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 your hands in the soil. Uh, and the only time that you can't be on the soil is when it's so wet that your boots will compact it and they'll mess up the soil structure. You know, if it's a bright, sunny, cold day, if the ground is dry, you can be out there. You can be doing stuff. Um, you know, I mean, now's a really good time to start thinking about doing a lot of pruning, um, you know, formative pruning of hedgerows and things like that. Um, you know, it's um, it's a little early for apple trees, but, you know, you, you can start looking at your apple trees and you, you can be pruning them. Um, uh, I, I've got a massive tree that I need to try and sort out, which is just growing in a really stupid way. Um, and with apple trees, they're, they're really funny critters because if you take off more than about 25% in one point, it will just start producing crazy shoots or all over the place so with apple trees you've got to prune them really carefully um but um it, it's easy enough to find out online how to do okay. them oh, well i was going to, i was literally about to say for sure you, you can just hack away it don't matter does it but you've just proven with apple trees you can't just do that yeah i mean a lot of the, a lot of the times with pruning um most people are too cautious but apple trees are are, are one of the weird ones whereby they produce these excess shoots in in in, in the result of taking too much off so you've got to if say you've got an older apple tree or in my case a apple tree the girth is only about this sort of size so it's not huge but it's grown in lots of weird silly ways and it's pushing down a fence and things like that. So I would love to be able to prune it like I could a cherry or, or something like that. But no, with apple trees, you, you can't take off too much in one go. Or if you've got a branch here, it'll start producing like millions and millions of shoots the next year. And it, it takes two or three years to get productive again. So it's uh, it's slightly more involved. Um, but um, no, I mean, with, with things like rose pruning, um, you can be a lot more aggressive than most people think. Um, my, my wife knows an awful lot more about uh, rose pruning than I do, and um, she was pruning um, her mother's rose outside the front of the house, a big old overgrown rose bush. So she took it down from sort of you know two meters to about uh, a meter and a bit, 
all pruned nicely to open the crown, pruned to an outfacing bud. And, and there were these old guys walking past going, what on earth are you doing to that? And, and, and she didn't say anything because she should have turned around and said, well, actually, I'm a qualified horticulturist and I've seen your garden and I know how rubbish your roses are. You look at it in six months. It yeah. would be stunning. It would be amazing. So, uh, yeah, it's um, a lot of the time with pruning, people are too cautious. Uh, but there are some plants you have to be a bit careful with. But um, just Google it. It's not, not difficult to find the info. That's it, mate. That's, That's why I say to everything. If I do a QA and a at the end of a show, I just say to Google it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mate, I hope you're good. And um, yeah. I'll give you an email tomorrow, dude. Yeah, no worries, mate. Take care. Thanks for coming, mate. Speak to you later. See you. Bye-bye. There we go, everyone. That's what it's all about. If you want to call in, then please do 0742 357 4520 uh, or click that link in the group. And uh, yeah, it'll be great to hear from you tonight. Uh, let's have a little look through the comments because loads of comments coming in at the moment. Really good point from Mark. This is a perfect time to start pruning. I'll be honest with you, I've got a prune. I've got a prune a tree, which I'm putting off a little bit. I'm putting off. Just a little bit. I feel like, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Oh, what's that tree called again? <laughs> what's my tree called? Oh, why do I have this mental, I've got a mental block about this tree. It's a cherry blossom. I don't know why it's a mental block. Anyway, the leaves are curling and they're not looking too great. And what I'm thinking it is, and I think I've talked about it before in the show, haven't I? What I'm thinking it is, is uh, there's not enough airflow through it. It's too, it's too bush. It's not getting enough airflow, team not getting enough airflow uh, so i need to basically i need to prune it and i've i'm doing exactly that i'm i'm hesitating i'm questioning myself i'm holding off i've just got to get involved and in i i've just got to get in there just start hacking not hacking that sounds not quite the uh, not quite the way we want to do it is it it's not, not quite the uh don't say that in the book does it just start hacking anyway let's see what everyone's saying uh love the week away at Torquay on holiday last week lovely break away uh totally disappointed with all the flowers completely stripped and hundreds of barefoot so oh that's a shame down in torquay yeah that's a bit of a shame um but nice to get away that's what it's about isn't it that's what it's about uh dan's kitchen garden allotment. Uh, i pop to home base today i question to stay home base soon uh you have got all their winter flowers and bulbs at one pound each. A friend who works there said they're closing from the Wednesday. Oh, a home base going to close. Is this what I've heard? I think I might have heard this. Are those sort of shops, are the big shops like that closing? I heard that the one, the, the B and, well, B and Q, I heard they had a massive queue outside them. Like less yesterday, as soon as people heard about it, like a ridiculous queue. Uh, so maybe people are panicking. I don't know about that. Uh, Lisa says, I completely agree with Mark. Oh, yeah. And having a garden center open is a breath of fresh air. It is good to go to a garden center, especially, you know, now we can go there. If we're going to spend more time in the gardens, which I definitely think we should, a garden center is definitely a place to go. Uh, Rich likes to wander around a garden center on his lunch break, which is. Very uh, nice. And Lisa said, I'm totally with you. Well, I don't get a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You and on, these two are just chatting. Uh, 
she also says, uh, I love the guns and they are the best. And he says, I totally agree. Uh, they don't sell handbags yet. Remove garden tools uh, for Xmas stock. Mm, that's true. We went on a, me and Rich once went on a, a research mission, shall we say, uh, at a garden center. And uh, for some reason, all of the stock for like tools and stuff have been taken away and the handbags will help. If I go to a garden centre during lockdown and it's like that, I'll be absolutely fuming. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know on the socials. And perhaps you'd like to tune in. This is just the best bits. Imagine the actual full show. We're here on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10. So if you want to come on, if you want to chat gardening, that is the place to be. Thanks for listening. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.